to us says, is that your best Louis Armstrong? That's not very... Let me show you how it's done, Paul. Hello, Dolly. Well, hello, Dolly. That's it. I know you think yours is better, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It just sounded like you, kind of with a raspier voice. (laughs) Okay, let me try again. Okay. This is Louie Dolly. Do yours again. Well, hello, Dolly. Well, hello, Dolly. It's so nice, so to, nice have to have you back where you belong. you belong. Oh, you're looking swell, Dolly. Dolly. <laughs> I can tell, Dolly. Thank you, Lewis. <laughs> Actually, I felt like together we sounded pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good. Let's record an album. Should we? Yeah. <laughs> Should we? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm ready. I don't see why not. I want and a two and a <laughs> Hello. No Got instruments, it. just us doing <laughs> Louis. Uh... This is Louis. Armstrong. Got it. <laughs> I went to Anderson. I kept just like this Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a Louis Anderson? I don't think so. Oh, okay, so last. Wow, I'm a Louie Anderson. I'm, I'm a from a Minnesota. Is he from Minnesota? I'm a from a Minnesota. I love the Minnesota so much. He's so cold I guess, there. I guess I knew that the mom always said, don't you know, and had the accent, but I, I never felt like he had the accent. That's funny. No, he just sounds, he sounds like Louie. <laughs> Uh, I think there he's from he's from Minnesota, Wisconsin. I can't remember which one. Um, I think Minnesota has got more of the accent than Wisconsin does, doesn't it? Oh yeah, but oh yeah, um, you go up way north. We went to Butternut, Wisconsin. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, they all they, a lot of them had the accent. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun to just naturally have that accent? I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind having. Not no accent. Obviously, we have an accent, but uh, we have a. I think we both have a slight Midwest accent, but obviously nothing. Uh, I think because I think I'd be able to hear yours at least. You can hear my accent. I you have a slight Midwestern accent, and I, I think I do too. I just don't know. He's um, from uh, Saint Paul, Minnesota. That's the other one. Ah, uh, yes, yes. There's Minneapolis and there's Saint Paul. There's two of them. The Twin mom cities, has a they call southern. Oh. Yeah, mom's the only southern one. Uh, there was a brief period in when we were living in Nicholasville, Kentucky, that I kind of picked it up as well. I I know. I think I fought. I think I fought really hard to not get one since I've been in Louisville. That I've just developed more of a northern accent than yeah, I had before. You, tried, you went so far the other way because you're afraid. Yeah. you're afraid to embrace. Well, you're afraid. I still afraid. You're afraid. <laughs> I know that I say bye every once in a while and it drives me uh, nuts. We always say, go on, get. <laughs> <laughs> go on, get. We say that to our cats every We tell them to do it. <laughs> You know who I'm mad at right now? All right. 
the Arby's by my work. No, no, what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Nothing major. And I guess it's more fun than uh, angering, but I haven't gotten the right order in three tries. And all I want is a crispy chicken sandwich because it sounds so uh, good and they have the best one to me. Uh-huh. And that's all I want. And like, I don't go to Arby's that often. So like the first time, I didn't get it the second time. I didn't get it, and I was like, "It can't happen three times, can it?" And it fucking did. They just, they, they just. It's really hard with Arby's because they have it wrapped up twice, so you can't sit there and unwrap it in the drive-through to see if you got the right thing. So you just kind of like look down and be like, "I, I hope so." So I feel like it's like a lottery now, where you just like you pay a certain amount of money and then you gamble on on what you might get, and you either you either come out ahead or you come out below. I don't think that's how it should work, personally. (laughs) (laughs) Last time I got a roast beef sandwich and some mozzarella sticks. Arby's is not good. And I understand it's always never, it's never good. And you think it's going to be good. And they always screw something up, not anything against, I think it's just the the nature of the art. It's like, I don't think it's anyone. Yeah. Like they always, like. Cause you get like the worst, you know. I really like their their cheddar cheese, of course. And you'll get the um, whatever that you know the roast beef with cheddar. And sometimes they you like the cheddar cheese, and you like the roast beef with cheddar. Sometimes they don't put the cheddar on there, and you're like, I know. Why do you think I would order just nothing on my roast beef sandwich? Well, that's one of the big ones. Is just roast beef piled high on a bun. Always on half the sa- half the sandwich, it's piled <laughs> really high, and then it slopes down. I've never had an RB sandwich that didn't slope. Like half of uh, half the meat is on one side of the sandwich. Do you remember though that was like our big our big like um, exciting meal when Dad would come home with like a uh, two bags full of just roast beef sandwiches that mm-hmm. were just the plain mm-hmm. ones. I guess I thought that's all Arby's was for the longest time. It's like it's like thinking that White Castle was just those one sliders. Like it was a whole yeah. restaurant where that's all you could buy. I thought you just pulled up, they handed you a bag right. full of roast beef sandwiches, <laughs> and you pulled away. That's all you get. I like. I mean, with the Arby sauce, they're not bad, but you do have to adjust the uh, the uh, you know the sandwich so it's not all on one side every yeah. time. Every time and. It is incredibly way too much roast beef if you get mm-hmm. like the big one, because mm-hmm. that's what I that's what they gave me yeah, the second time I ordered a chicken sandwich is they gave me one of the gigantic roast beef sandwiches and they don't make the sandwich any bigger. It's just piled higher with roast beef. That's it. <laughs> it's it's insane. too much roast beef. And then you're like, well, this is enough bun for this. And the <laughs> buns are good. I like them, but they fall apart. I don't know. There's so many problems with Arby's that you want it to be. You know, you want it to be a better experience than it is, you know. I don't think I have as many grievances against Arby's as you do, even though I'm the one with the problem. Well, and the thing is, though, it always sounds good to me, too. So there's something about it. Uh, And then also once I was really excited to get the Reuben sandwich and that was God awful. Like they picked. Oh, you don't get special sandwiches at Arby's. No, no. I was like, oh, that's going to be good. Fast food Reuben. I love Reuben sandwiches. You know, I'm a big Reuben guy. Uh, uh-huh. It's one of my things. Uh, well, you and Emily had that thing where you went to all the places in Lafayette to try to find the best Reuben. Yeah. And, Inconclusive. Uh, 
I don't think I've had one that I would say is better than the other one. There's a really good veggie ruby at Reuben at this place called uh, 20 Tap in Indianapolis. Mm. And I make the veggie Rubens now. I usually, I only make veggie. I don't uh, don't make them, other, you know, with the meat. But Are you uh, a vegetarian? No, I just, we don't really cook meat as much. I just ate yeah. a chicken taco, so it's not like we don't, but. I was about to say, <laughs> I have hors d'oeuvres to make that have meat in them, so no, you all I'll eat fucking better shit. eat them. Yeah, I, um, no, and I, we eat meat out just because, uh, partially because it's so hard not to. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so it's like, well, I guess you might as well. But I don't like a lot of meat, you know? I like meat, um, but I don't like a lot of meat, and, uh. But they they have a really good Reuben. Uh, it's it's a mushroom uh, based one, a veggie huh. Reuben. <clears throat> so I would. Well, I told you via text earlier that I am making Reuben egg rolls for Christmas, as well uh, as a meatball sub uh, egg roll. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. I'm excited because I'm going to make. Well. Yeah. I'm going to make little meatballs, so I'm going to roll them to be mm. small and then put them in there. Um, the recipe has them, and so it's like a whole stick of meatball but i still want them to be like the meatball i want it to be like sub like you're gonna use like tweezers to put them on like, <laughs> tiny egg rolls aren't that small i know but i just uh, no you fucking fool <laughs> you fucking fool <laughs> i know how big you try are, you man. try to make jokes to me <laughs> you try to make jokes about my egg rolls i'm, I'm not sorry, listening to them I'm, I'm not listening to jokes about my egg rolls right now I'm really sorry. Or ever. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I can't apologize enough. What kind uh, of dipping sauce do, do Rubens have? Do they have their own dipping sauce? Is it like a sauerkraut? You want like the, or is it like uh, a the brown southwestern, sauce? The southwestern. Uh, Doesn't it seem like they should dip in like a, a some kind of like light brown sauce? Yeah, like a southwestern style. Is that what southwestern is? I, when I hear southwestern, I think like creamy um it's like like reddish right Mm. brown and red are the same color (laughs) when i say brown i'm talking soy sauce brown Mm, soy sauce huh soy sauce is good i'm not saying yeah i'm not saying it would be soy sauce mix it with something to make it a little thicker too Uh, i'm trying to think i should just research sauces because i i know that i'll have like a marinara based sauce for the meatball sub but i need a good sauce for the the reuben make your own because it's not hard to do any sauce okay no i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying like you're i can't believe you'd go out and buy it i'm just saying it's always more (laughs) satisfying i know and it's better it's always better you know i know yeah i made i made the the sauce for the all the failed um blooming onions i've tried to make over the years and everyone enjoyed the sauce the uh blooming onion not so much that sounds hard to make yeah it was really fucking hard and i tried to make the miniature ones that they make look easy Uh that were like popular and those all failed but we i think we all i don't know if you were there that year but we we ate a lot of them but it wasn't satisfying looking Sometimes you'll be like, this is fun. You know, you'll eat it. You'll be like, yeah. yeah. I'm eating yeah. around. That's what you want to hear. I'm the mess. <clears throat> that's <laughs> that's the what you want to hear after you like do a lot of work on something is I'll eat it. I'll be like, fuck you all. You know, if you watch Bake Off and Paul Hollywood or whoever else is always like, he's always like, oh, it looks terrible, but it tastes good. And it's like, who gives a shit? I understand part of it is, is you know, the look, but you're eating a dessert. Who gives a shit, right? 
Who gives a shit? As long as it tastes good. But you know, I, I get presentation as well. But sometimes I'm like, you, it's too much. It's weighted a little bit too much uh, on the side of presentation, you know? Yeah, I mean, Gordon Ramsay, I think, lets it slide more than... I, I don't watch Bake Off, but I do watch MasterChef. And Gordon Ramsay is a little more like, it's about the taste. It's about the taste. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay is like, guys, you're like... Uh, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> right? Like, I like I it. feel like I feel like we would get along. I feel like a personality like Gordon Ramsay and my personality would be a good duo. Mm -hmm. Like, he seems like he's a night... He's nice to the point where he's like, he would talk to you. Like if you can't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just speculating. But I feel like if you saw him, you're like, Gordon Ramsay, great to meet you. You'd be like, oh, it's lovely to meet you. I've, oh, I've never heard anything bad about him before, yeah. like out, out and about. So I do. Those fucking do kitchen think... nightmare shit though. They need to stop showing those commercials because they're <laughs> gross. And I'm usually gross. They're oh. gross because he's like, oh, you you like there. He's like in the grease traps and he's pulling hairs out of stuff. And yeah. I'm trying, I'm usually trying to eat food, you know, when I'm sitting there and it's like the commercial comes on. I'm like, no, you know, I'm watching, you know, See, I'm just watching like a cartoon or something. Stuff like that bothers you people. And when I say you people, I mean you, Thomas and dad, you men of the, of the family. Uh, it doesn't bother me. I don't, I can watch that all day and mm -hmm. it does not make me lose mm -hmm. my appetite. I'll sometimes, oh, talking about Arby's, I saw a praying mantis once uh, in the Hosea. This is when I was getting my Reuben. I, I was uh, sitting in the parking lot or I was sitting in the drive-thru and I saw a praying mantis and then I couldn't eat my sandwich because I was <laughs> thinking about the praying mantis. It was just a live praying mantis at Arby's and you yeah. couldn't eat your sandwich. I was walking around and I kept thinking about it because there was like lettuce and stuff on it. I'm like, I can't eat this. So you thought, like if you thought too hard about it, that it would like be on your sandwich? I just kept thinking about it being in my sandwich. <laughs> I, I, I do kind of get what you're saying because it's why I don't like caterpillars. Because every time I see a big fat caterpillar, I think about too much about it squishing and yeah, i yeah, get yeah. i can't handle it like if i i hate those like monarch um like big green caterpillars i can't even look at them because i'm just like oh if that squished our world would be like devastated those you bugs know? that squish i i just can't stand i guess yeah praying mantises are, are a little too big too i think because yeah you can like feel that squish and i think that's oh. what's too much it's like it's too much of like a actual living being. Mm -hmm. And I know that they are, but it's like if you if it's a little bug, you're like, oh, squishing this. And not that I go around squishing bugs. I'm against that. I don't but like any bugs. I let spiders outside. I take them out. I know. I just let spiders live in my house. I don't give a shit. But well, like, like if someone's like, we need to get rid of the spider. I'm like, I'm oh, gonna... yeah. I, I have time. I have, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a bunch of spiders that live in, not, not like a gross way, but like there's like a spider or two that live in my bathroom and I just let them hang. They always like, hang out in the bathroom. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Like I, you know, it doesn't matter. They're not going to get Yeah, there's me. one and they're always in the same spot. So like, I yeah. feel like we're buddies because there's one in like the corner top of my shower and he just hangs out there. He's mm -hmm. probably like, what the fuck? Every time I take, like, take a shower, like, he's like, why doing? did you make this wet? And I'm then- and then I have other, it's like a little fuzzy cute one that lives like uh, near my makeup that it just hangs out there. The best, and it, 
yeah. my, one of my favorite feelings is when I see little bug, he's in like a pool of water, you know, in the bathroom usually, and I'll come up and I'll put a little piece of paper on there and he clings <laughs> to it. And it's like, oh, you saved him. <laughs> That's so cute. But they're, so, they're just struggling little creatures. Like, it's just, I don't know. I've completely, I used to be scared of spiders, but ever since, like, if you like really look at them, especially like the little jumping spiders, they uh-huh. are cute. They're, they're just like little guys and like they have little personalities too yeah. like there's like a woman i follow on tiktok that like raises all these jumping spiders and there's like these little fuzzy guys and they're like she's scared today and like they go in their little sleeping bags yeah, to yeah. sleep and oh my god it's so cute yeah i don't think i could handle like a tarantula or anything like i don't want to be near yeah. that but i'm not yeah. scared of it I don't, I don't want it on me in any capacity, but like the little teeny tiny ones, those are just fucking cute. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. They're fine. I like spiders. I think they're neat. Um, yeah. I don't like, I don't like caterpillars and I don't like grasshoppers. Grasshoppers, grasshoppers scare the shit out of me. Anti-grasshopper club. Yeah. Oh, are you too? Oh my I God. I, Do you, I wonder if it stems from the same thing. Cause I remember I used to, um, remember we used to have that patch of like, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure what it was, mm-hmm. but it was like a bunch of green flat. Uh, it wasn't flowers, but it was like just a bunch of green bush in front of our house. Mm-hmm. And there was grasshoppers all over that. Like they were just everywhere. everywhere. And I used to think that was so cool. When I was like little, little, and I used to catch them. But one time I caught like one that had like something on it, like its leg was like broken or something, but it got some kind of white substance on me. And I never, I never, I couldn't touch them again. I was scared of them after that. They have like a weird face to me. Like he just, I don't know what that fucking thing did, but it ruined grasshoppers for me for the rest of my life. I can't even look at them. The gra- the the grass it was a different grasshopper incident for me because I was uh, mowing the you remember that giant lawn we used to have when we first moved yeah. to Lafayette and oh yeah we had this giant giant yard and I would uh, cut it because I the I wanted the um, pod racer Legos it was a big deal <laughs> for me still and you my, got them I did I did I cut I kept cutting the grass all summer I remember I, I just like cut the entire yard. And it was exhausting. I was sitting in the bathtub and in between my toes, there was, <gasps> he was just staring at me. He was alive. Oh, no, no. Ever since then, I was just like, I can't. <laughs> I Grasshoppers can't, are can't deviant creatures, it. apparently. I can't believe it. I know. I wonder how many other people have some fear of grasshoppers, but not fear of. I just, I just, oh, there's just. You just weird. hated them after that, right? Like, I'm not scared of them. But if they're near me, I notice and I hate it. Like, it's yeah. just like, I, I hate them. I I also dislike that. I'm not going to hurt them. I'd never squish them. I would hate that. No, I would never squish anything. Uh, I mean, I would shoo them away, but I don't <laughs> like it. I, I thought you were it. about to say shoot them. I would shoot them. <laughs> I, I wouldn't squish. squish them, but I'd blast them. <laughs> uh, but when you're walking, you know, sometimes when you're walking through decently long gla- uh, grass or near it, and they just start hopping everywhere. Mm. Um, and they're just like so many of them. I don't know if those are grasshoppers. They're small. They're more brown. Um, crickets? They're not crickets. I don't think they're crickets because they're bigger. Maybe they are crickets. Um, they're a little bit bigger. They're, they look more like grasshoppers. They're very light brown. But if you're huh. walking, they're just like, they're just a sea of them. And they're yeah. just hopping. And I'm just like, no, I, I, 
I I just don't like shut these. it down. It's probably is it just a brown grasshopper because they come in like brown and green. Yeah, but they're not as big. But it's very well might maybe. Uh, I just feel like the green ones are are pretty beefy, and these ones are yeah. Like they're middle. They're in the middle. They're not quite cricket size, and they're not quite grasshopper size. Because uh, crickets, I don't really have a problem with. Like crickets, I don't are fine. know. Yeah, crickets are fine, but like I don't know what it. I I don't like their faces. I think grasshoppers have fucking mean faces. They got. It's like a car. It's like cars where it's like when they have like the the headlights that are like slanted down. You're like, that's a mean car. You're like, that's a mean bug. They do that. Those cars. You know, they have faces. (laughs) Yeah. You feel different ways if you're you think you're a badass. You get the slanted ones. If you want to appear friendly you know you get the bug eyes yeah you get the oh. you know, the big bug eyes oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i didn't don't mean it um what was i gonna say about oh that same house i remember a bug's life came out around that time mm-hmm. and i caught as many of those bugs as i could and i put them all together i didn't i wasn't doing it to be uh menacing because i didn't really under like i i i don't know i was old enough probably to know better but it was like i put them all together thinking like bugs are bugs but they started killing each other i know oh my gosh i don't want to get to it there's 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 some bug videos that i just like there's this like live action pokemon and it was like a i don't like fighting no i don't like that at all horrible i hated it no I, i wish i would never have seen it I hate it. I don't mind shit happening in nature, but if people are putting two things together to make them fight, that's fucking cruel and it's fucking weird. I don't know what kind of person you have to be to enjoy like watching something like go after something like that. That's not happening like in nature already, you know? Especially if especially if one of them suffers from it. Like Yeah. I can't. Uh, I mean if they flip over, I think there's like beetles that fight, but they'll just flip each other over maybe okay i don't don't know know if that's true or not but yeah let's get off the topic of bugs i guess (laughs) i'm not a bug i'm i love bugs i used to i think too there was a a switch because i used to i mean we there's this bug but this thing called the bug bowl which probably still exists it was awesome it was at purdue on purdue's campus and you would go and you would see all the different bugs and you would like we i would eat ants remember they had like the ant pops and the grasshopper pops and the grass well they had the grasshopper shoot so they would freeze well there yeah there was all kinds of food but they also had the they would freeze them in ice cubes and you would put them in your mouth and try to shoot it as far as you could something i would never do now i would never do that but it was just like oh the bug bowl like let's do all this gross stuff that I wonder if it's just that I don't, you know, there's sometimes where you think about like, I have this with the ocean where I keep, I have this thing or I keep thinking like we were farther out. Cause I remember uh, we were in we were Outer Banks, North Carolina, and we were swimming out and dad and I got so far out that we saw the dock where they were fishing for sharks, like the, the smaller ones, but it was just like, we were out by that dock. And I remember at the time I was like, oh shit, we better go back. And then I kept thinking about it. And now I'm like, now it's like part of the my fear, probably <laughs> whale thing. But it's just like right every time I'm even close to getting out that far, I'm like, oh my God. Like, what if a shark got me? Um, but I wonder if it's one of those things where you do stuff like that when you're a kid and then you you think back to it and you're like, oh no. I can't. Yeah, it just like that. adds to the fear. 
Let's get the business. <laughs> Let's so you want to get, get the business. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different song. So I, <laughs> I sort of have a lead in because uh, we're just talking generic Christmas. So I think we're just going to ask each other questions. This is the uh, this is the neighbor's trash Christmas party. And you're all welcome. Uh, but it's very loose, unlike our other episodes, which are very structured and uh, planned <laughs> out. This one is uh, even more. Even it's more about loose. this is the one time of year that I think both in me, and me and you can chill out a little bit about how strict we are with the mm-hmm. topics in the in the show, and maybe we can just have a little bit of fun. Exactly. So we, you know, it's just that we enjoy some time off. So this is our, uh, this is <laughs> our way of saying let's party. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have kind of a loose, uh, just Christmas based episode. So we didn't want to, we were going to watch a Game of Thrones episode. We still will, but yeah, we'll still do that. Yeah, but there wasn't like, time. And I was just like, I, I don't want to do it right now. You ever feel like I didn't that, want folks? to either. That's I how I felt. <laughs> I was like, ah, Cause then it's also something I can't watch at work. Cause I know that game of Thrones has a lot of violence and a lot of sex scenes. So I was like, I can't be watching that at work. Hmm. So I would have to be watching it here. And I don't want to watch it here because I didn't want to this week. Cause I was just like, I had a lot of stuff to do this week. And also I was like, Ugh. but I will. I, it's like, cause Paul just watched Grey's Anatomy. So he's going to throw me into a crazy episode of game of Thrones. And if any of you have, uh, I, I, well, actually, Kellator suggested The Door, uh, so that's the one we're going to watch. But if any of our audience, Joe, has any suggestions for a better episode to do, please tell us in uh, your text chain with us, because you don't even have to comment. I don't, I don't even know if he watches Game of Thrones. If you are our, if you are our podcast listener, we will befriend you and uh, start a text chain with you. So. <laughs> Just give us your number. But what I was going to say is um, to get into Christmas, because this will this will also open some things I want to talk about growing up. But this week at work has been super slow because it's like I work I work a, a government type job. So like all of our actual government people are gone, like they just leave and then they leave us there. This the good old fashioned civilians to not do any work and just sit around but not get the time off so what we have been doing is my coworker got two giant toys for his son um and we put them together and we also got a valuable lesson in teamwork and we had a lot of fun and a lot of sour times and had to sit by ourselves for a few Ah. minutes each (laughs) but (laughs) It, it, it was rough like uh so the first one was a uh it was a disney dollhouse but it was like five feet tall okay and it was wooden and you had to put all the fucking furniture together and you had to put like the whole like every there was like screws and drilling that we had to do it was a whole pain in the ass my job thankfully was just finding the next piece of the next step so like, like they would be like do you have part d and i'm like you fucking know i do like i, I always jump in immediately into that role because i'm like i don't want to do any other part i know and like, then people are always so grateful for you too like there's not like there's not as much bad blood with you because all you did was help and it's like 
it's not that hard of a job but it does seem to be the busiest you know yeah so like you you're always look like you're doing something well you have to be on top of it because you always have to be you can't be too many mm -hmm. steps ahead so you always have to be you have to get the piece tell them where it goes and then start finding the next piece in the giant box of stuff and then yeah. you're just kind of like mm -hmm. it, it is you have to like keep up with it because if if they get to the next step and you don't have that piece yet that's when it starts to be your problem yeah, when uh when we're playing Legos with our uh niece is um I I'm the sorter and the color I color I coordinate everything by color. Oh, I forgot then... you had other nieces. I was like, who the fuck? You have <laughs> you to... have nieces. You have nieces I don't have. I have more nieces and nephews than you'll ever have. No, that's not true. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> uh <laughs> I do have extra nieces and a nephew. So that's funny to me. I guess I've never thought of that before. Yeah. As soon as you said nieces, I just was just like, why are you calling Sophia and Lincoln nieces and not <laughs> niece and nephew? It's I guess. But yeah, you have you got more. Yeah, that's I know. It's a surprise to even me. Um, <laughs> it's just weird to think about because you don't I you just like it's yeah it's not important it's just we it's different but it's the same you know it is weird i guess because you always think of it growing up as you don't really question it having like aunts and cousins and then those are like because i always thought about that too i was like some of our cousins call dad uncle denny and that always sounds weird but then like you also hear like people on mom's side call him uncle denny and you're like he's not related to you i don't know it's funny because they are like yeah there's because you can't just uncle. you can't just claim some of them and not the other ones like <laughs> but it's, it feels it's... like that but only if you look at it a certain direction you're, you're yeah right. so it, it's it's a strange thing but i want to you know i want to call them that because they are but and you want to know because like i would never be like kellator <laughs> doesn't think of herself as sophia and lincoln's aunt of course she does yeah she but then of know. course you would be the rest of them's uncles mm -hmm. i don't know any of their names I'm not going to say them just because they're children. Not that it matters, yeah. but you know, um, even though you said the other one's names, <laughs> well, they're preteens. <laughs> oh, never mind. They're secure. <laughs> um, Actually, one of them is a preteen. <laughs> Stay away from our nephews. <laughs> Here are their birth dates. <laughs> um, anyway but i i sort the legos that's all i was getting at Good. i sort the lego okay. colors and i feel and then i'm like the banker yeah i like that job where yeah it's like you don't it's great for like kind of awkward shy people because you can become important like if you're like the banker in monopoly or you're like you know you're some sort of like needed part but you're not necessarily engaging with the game in the same way you know you've got your own business that's very important uh but that's true it, do you classify yourself as an awkward shy person yeah really yeah that's my category <laughs> huh. is that weird i i wouldn't put you in that category it's funny that you would put i i guess i i guess shy is the one that i didn't think that you would use hmm. i don't know i i'm obviously not in the shy category but it's just like i don't think that I, I don't think I'd put anybody in our family in the shy category. I just cut down on my words, you know, like I'm like, unless it, if it's like five people versus four people, 
versus three people. You know, when I get to two people, I'm like, fine. You know, I could talk to any human, you know, any human. If I any were, human, we, I I am confident saying I could talk to any human if it were just even me and Gordon Ramsay. Well, even especially Gordon Ramsay, especially. <laughs> I think that's that's it. Like, but if there are three people, I start to feel like, uh oh, like how do I fit into this? Like, what if they want to just talk to each other? Then you start getting those thoughts, you know. Oh. What if I'm just here? And what if I'm? What if I'm the third wheel? And I like they're like waiting. It's like to catch up, and then you get four people, and it's a whole different, you know, a whole different ball. I when you get to four. I don't like giant group settings, so I get you mm. there. Like I think, I think the most I can handle is maybe six other people. After that, there's just too many fucking people. Like, I don't I don't really like group conversations that are bigger than that. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know how you, like, get invited to, like, brunch or something and there will be, like, 12 people around a table and you're just like, that's too many people. Mm -hmm. Like, call me when there's, like, three to four people because that's who I want to talk to. I You can't have a full conversation with 12 people and then you don't really have the fun. You either, whatever happens in that situation is you either get put on the side of the table you don't want to be on mm -hmm. and you have to make awkward conversation with those people while you're like trying to listen to what the fun side is doing or you're on the fun side and you have to like feel Go bad sad, because feel bad, the yeah. rest of the people aren't as engaged as the fun side. And There's you never a good. And then you're like, why don't we just split up and just not never do this again? <laughs> I know it's there's too many things there's too many there's too many social rules that are bad and then there's not enough that are like let's not put 12 people at a table and have this weird thing where like either we're going around and one person is saying something and mm -hmm. then the next person says one thing and then everybody chuckles or says mm -hmm. and, and like that's weird nobody well i don't want to say nobody like i say that a lot nobody does this but it's like i don't like that at all and i i feel like most people don't um, and it's also it's like double hard because that that situation comes up more so often if it's like a group of people that don't know each other, so it's like going to be like a wedding party or like a bridal shower mm -hmm, or something. Because mm -hmm. I remember the most awkward time that I can still like I still like think about it, and my friends still make fun of me about it because mm -hmm. I was trying so hard to like blend this group of people because it was it was Meg's bridal shower, and it was just such a weird group of people. Nobody had anything in common. There was like before like we sat down, there was just like this like awkward silence. And then I just remember like someone like asked Meg what her wedding dance was. And then we all just sat there in silence and listened to it. Uh, that's it. That's what happened. <laughs> and then like after a while, like I tried to like talk to everybody, but then like there was like a bunch of stuff I brought up that they'd still make fun of me for like today. Like they'll still like bring it up. But like I tried so hard that I was like, I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I feel you. I, I know it's it's horrible. And you're not you're not any sort of human. You know, that's <laughs> at the moment you you've got a lot of different masks you wear throughout your life, but there's a moment where you're just not any sort of person. Like you in the moment are like, what is this? Like <laughs> I'm not nobody, but it, it, you're also not that uncomfortable because you, it, you, there's also an understanding that literally everybody in that situation feels like that. Yeah. So everybody, almost, like, you know, that everybody is a different person if they weren't there, That's you it. know, you just get that vibe. You're just kind of like, this isn't my personality. Like, this is just 
the uncomfortableness and everybody's like yes yes like we all don't we know are what to all do. very uncomfortable and we all don't want to talk and like yeah all of we're our all jokes... varying age and don't yeah under, we don't know if our jokes match up we don't know anything so it's best to just keep quiet and it's like half the time it's like was that person telling a joke and like the, <laughs> there is no like no there's no bursting out into laughter it's always a light chuckle like a yeah. friendly chuckle because nobody is nobody is having a good time. It's not possible because I, even if you're someone that likes big social gatherings and likes speaking, like it's such it's there's no energy, you know? Yeah. Like it's just so horrible that like nobody could possibly be having a good time, but we all do it and it needs to stop. That's a good and, point. There's no energy because like even like I guess we probably did it one by one you just only remember when you did it because i remember when i was trying like my i was trying so fucking hard mm -hmm, and i was mm -hmm. like that's what it felt like it was just like there's no back it never it didn't feel like nobody liked me it didn't feel like um it, there was just like no bad vibes it was just like we don't know we, we we're not sure we're not sure how yeah. to do this it's like when you're given when you're in like speech class or something and it's like you know everybody's nervous to give the speech but also kind of knows that everybody else is either relieved their speech is done or nervous their speech is coming up yeah they they're not paying attention to you they don't give a shit what you're saying ever well I, again i don't know if this is true there might be some people that are very engaged uh with uh speeches but i i couldn't tell you what anybody else said like i would just be relieved or nervous and that's how it feels like you're either like relieved that your your quip sort of landed and you can like move on or you said something dumb but like someone else is going to say something dumb too or you're <laughs> like uh oh <laughs> it's coming to me next you know it's just not good it's just it's not good so back back um back to christmas like building because i like we built all oh, that yeah. stuff for <laughs> for my my coworker's kid um so i don't even know if we got too many stuff too much stuff that required a build because mm -hmm. i remember i got like a cardboard dollhouse obviously i got that one from grandpa that he he built from scratch but like that that wasn't like a put together i don't remember mom and dad ever having to like put together one of our gifts before uh I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't sound familiar to me either. I'm sure that they must have built the the one dollhouse, but I don't think that was that was like a cardboard dollhouse. Yeah, it was crap. <laughs> no, it wasn't crap. But I I, I remember know. that. I that was one of my favorite Christmases because I got I got that. You all got CDs because I remember one of you mm -hmm. got River of Dreams. I always get it, it wrong me, and yeah. you yell at me. Okay, I don't yell at you. <laughs> I know you don't yell. I just say and yell. And I've never mad. yelled at you about this. I you <laughs> must mean Tom or something because uh, maybe it's Emily. I don't know because I always say it's that Emily got the CD and then you correct me. Emily, well, no, no, say, we all got three CDs. Emily got Emily got Hootie and the Blowfish. Tom. But I always think she got River of Dreams, and you don't like when I remember. No, that. no, no, no. Tom got Hootie and the Blowfish. Emily got uh, Deep Purple. No, 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 no. Deep Blue something. Do you think Deep Mom Purple. and Dad just like got like a bunch of CDs? Like, like I don't even mm. know if those were like, I don't know if those were even like for your personalities. It was just like three CDs. I think were those Emily, bands you guys liked? Emily liked Breakfast at Tiffany's. 
Tom was a big Hootie fan. We all liked Hootie. I mean, Hootie. Was it Hootie? That, was that too early for Hootie? Because it was River of Dreams, whatever year River of Dreams came out. I feel like 95, 96, maybe. Like, is that when the when Hootie was big? But Tom was a big I Hootie think person. So. And who isn't? Have you ever been in the car when Hold My Hand comes on? We fucking love it. But Paul, people make fun of Hootie and the Bullshirts all the fucking time. They're rude as hell, and Hootie is amazing. You're correct. Listen to those fucking songs. They're like, amazing. I love when they come on in the car. Do not fucking shit on, you know, fuck you if you hate Hootie and the Blowfish. That's I don't even know. Say. I don't know how so many people will think that Hootie's a joke. Like, I, I get, like, I disagree, but I get, like, people thinking that, like, Chumbawamba's a joke. But Hootie's just but not a joke. That's really wrong, too. That's, that's the wrong. Thing. I know that's wrong. But, like, people don't understand because they only know the uh, tub thumping. But, like, it, and I get that. But there's not a, like, the songs that are big of Hootie and the Blowfish aren't, like, they're not, like, one-hit wonder songs. They're, like, actual good songs. Yeah. and So like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm sure it's one of those things where eventually, like, you know, Nickelback is starting, like, people are like, they're actually good. And. And like, I think there's this, this thing where people find somebody cool, like gets it, you know, and they publicly are like, oh man, Hootie and Bullfish is great. And then everyone's like, oh yeah. The and Nickelback thing. I think it. we've talked about that on the podcast before, but the Nickelback thing has rubbed me the wrong way since high school because like there, I hate. I absolutely hate when people just latch onto a joke without having an opinion yeah. of their own. Yeah, and yeah. then that's what the Nickelback thing was because obviously they're not that bad. Like I don't, I only know Photograph, but that's a, it's a big song. And I know other people like liked their music. Right. So it's like, nobody actually thought that Nickelback was the worst band ever. It was just a joke that people latched onto. So other people would laugh. And then they ruined this whole band's image just for that, just for that stupid little laugh, Paul. They'll do it. And the thing is, like, <laughs> that's the, that's the, the thing is that it, it's, it's just a joke that is not funny anymore. And nobody even understands it's a joke anymore. Right. Cause it's not so much, even that Nickelback was a joke. It's that we all decided that we hated them. And like yeah. you said too, you name like three of their songs you know before all of this and it's like you can't like you don't besides him holding up the photograph and saying look at this photograph you probably don't know it much or anything else about them and like and, and then suddenly it's like everybody has this deep held opinion i've done this i'm saying me as well i do this where you just you start to have this opinion where it's just like it's like, yeah, I hate this. And it's like, you, then you, if you stop and think about it for a second and you're like, I've never really spent the time to figure out how I actually feel. And I yeah. probably the 90% of the reason I feel the way that I feel about this is because somebody somewhere sometime convinced me that this was the correct opinion. And, and like, we all owe Nickelback an apology and four yeah. listens to whatever four songs that come up on spotify and maybe this is better for them because then they don't even have to they don't have to crash and burn you know and they don't <laughs> have to fade away they kind of just they they've created a new life for themselves you know i don't even think i think that the people that like i do think that they still did well 
I, I, I think it's sad that they lost like all like the, any cool, I guess. I, I think it's sad that they lost like any chance of being like a cool band with what? all that during that time period. But like, mm-hmm. they seem like pretty like laid back and fine with it, that it happened that way. It just like, there's nothing you can do, but at least they didn't go, they didn't like get mean and stop making music just because everyone's an asshole or anything. And in in turn, they'll they'll be immortalized in a di- in a completely different way than any of these other bands, and then it's going to be a new thing, you know. So it's we like, were yeah, maybe wrong they, about Nickelback. Maybe they this is saying a lot about Nickelback, but this is maybe <laughs> you know you know they they've lived a different they've lived a whole new life that uh, many rock bands uh, never get to, except for the other ones that suddenly people are like wait a minute, we get what they're doing. That's all it is, right? Somebody figures out what they're doing as well. It's just like, oh, they're like, this seems stupid to me, you know, but I didn't really, I didn't get what they were doing and now I understand what they're doing. And then yeah. it, just, it makes sense. Because um, b- bands people... have the opposite. Like everyone thought Weezer was cool. And now who who can raise their head and say I love Weezer in 2023. You can't, and you never <laughs> will again. There's nothing they can do to fix it. <laughs> There's nothing they can do. It's just sad. Like I, like you listen to the Blue album, and you're like, this was like a whole different band. Like I used to be a fan of this, but you're like, it's shameful to see it like on your like list at the end of the week. Like I listened to Weezer. You're like, I don't know. Oh God, why? Yeah, even the even like listening to the blue album, like seeing somebody post the blue album, it's like, oh, like yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. Even though it's so good, it's such a great album, and like, if they stopped after like Malandroid or something, like we probably would have been like, they were good. It was a cool band. But, yeah, like, remember Weezer though, like the the middle school band. They we, just got so sad. The whole thing was sad. And then you can just see how sad it was from the beginning, you know, <laughs> like it's always been sad. It's not like this is like, I don't know. It's not like they were ever cool. They were just all there. Like, it's just sort of a sad outfit and, and it was just less apparent and like listening to Pinkerton again, like still, you know, enjoy listening to it. But like those lyrics are just like, dude, like, they're you're, bad. You're 20, like, he's clearly whatever, like 26. a, a yeah. very weeb weeb nerd like he's like the worst kind of nerd you could be and he doesn't hide it and we didn't see it at the same time that's it like he just like it was they're so bad that it's like i don't know like i'm saying bad like it's just it's really hard to to stomach them and take any of them seriously sometimes you know um but I don't know. Um, yeah, it's 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 changed. They've uh, they've done damage that cannot be undone. This whole like like Carnival Cruise tour they did. Remember that? It's, it's no, that's <laughs> like the lamest thing you can do. And like three of the members just seem kind of like bummed bummed to be in the band. Like yeah, all... that's the other thing. Like, I don't know if they just think they can't get out. Like, are they are they trapped in there? They feel like they're trapped. <laughs> they act like they're trapped in the band. And they can't get out. 
but they don't really <laughs> try even somebody help us rivers <laughs> cast a spell on us so long ago yeah i they were just in the i watched that really dumb movie with jennifer garner and ed helms yeah. the family switch and i i felt like it was supposed to be a bigger deal that weezer was in it because uh -huh. they have like this whole bit where ed helms was supposed to be like in maroon five but he decided to raise a family instead and then his new band was like a bunch of dads and it was just weezer and him and then like uh, i think it was supposed to be like this like like drop jaw moment when uh rivers had his first line because mm -hmm. like he like says here's my band and then rivers is like what are you doing here and it was like if it was friends it would be like a pause for applause yeah. moment but we we're all just kind of like ah oh, is he still dressing like that <laughs> God. like you rivers have some self-respect <laughs> He never had any. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's if it's, anyone somehow can name, like, find themselves by word and not text, Rivers is going to find this because if anybody does it, he does it. He's going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, it. man. Oh, no. Well, we're not going to yeah. tell him. We're not going to tell him. We're not going to tell Rivers because I'm sorry. <laughs> like, nothing against him there's nothing i dis. you don't dislike the man you know you wish him well <laughs> i, I don't wish know. him well but he's such an interesting person to follow and like interesting because he's not like he just doesn't really even <laughs> there's nothing there that you can even draw from him like he's just sort of a sad little man i know like what does he even it's funny because you're like what does he even do like weezer isn't even a thing you're just kind of like what does he do with his time like he's in weezer no, oh he's, okay he's weezer. <laughs> yeah. but what does he do <laughs> that's what it feels like it's like what what part does he play in this <laughs> what is he doing around what is weezer he... all right <laughs> yeah there was like when he was uh when he was playing the the sweater, not sweater song, uh, say it ain't so on the Letterman show, and you're like, that's cool. He seemed kind of cool, but also, but yeah, because you couldn't. When move. you're in middle school, he seems real cool. That's true too. So <laughs> that's the that's the biggest takeaway here is that <laughs> just one of those bands that you know you you look back on fondly, but you do start to feel like, oh man. <laughs> like yeah. settle down it's it gets less and less same with the uh, green day a little bit too it gets less and less like i want to associate with them but those like i don't know dookie is so fun and, and nimrod and green day i feel like i feel like the thing with weezer that green day kind of got out of weezer never switched up what they sung about so like it started with like brokenhearted about girls and then they're in their 40s and still brokenhearted about what felt like girls and not women so it was like <laughs> it, yeah <laughs> it never wrote i feel like at least like even if it got preachy and annoying i feel like green day at least grew with their music where it's like okay 40 year old men are singing about 40 year old things until now where they're talking about like mama i got no brains like they're going back to like their oh teenagers. are they i don't know their new stuff well, that's the new shit that just came out it's just like it's just really bad punk pop lyrics mm. and like just and the, it's not old stuff that they're re-releasing it's new 
this is brand new stuff Jesus. but they're sort of just like going back they're not even doing but it's not like they're going back and sounding like they sounded on like dookie or something you know with that sound that they created with that but it's like this is just like sounds like really generic pop punk pop pop punk shit you know like just uh, they always i i guess like <laughs> when you when we were a kid too like it i i don't even know if they were actually punk because they didn't really they don't really have like the the lasting i i guess of of other bands in the same genre that kind of like grew with their music and like or just like grew up and had families and shit i feel like they kind of they grew up and had like different lyrics they had like american idiot and then the mm. the second album which i didn't really listen to 20th century breakdown 21st something century breakdown okay huh. um that that felt a little more grown up but like they they never they always did have kind of a poser feel after that maybe their first two albums that because... other bands didn't really have to yeah. the to the same degree that it felt like it wasn't as embarrassing like it's still fun to listen to green day like you said dookie and nimrod are fun albums but like i do feel like they they kind of like abandoned the punk attitude to go into this new stuff yeah and yeah. it felt different than growing up it was like yeah i don't know i felt like other bands kind of kept their same persona like I, I i don't know i have issues with the foo fighters as well but i feel like they all kept that image and dave girl's obviously a, like a good guy and it's just like um i don't know they kept the, the same persona throughout that so it's like green day just kind of switched up they switched up and then they kept doing that yeah oh that was weird because like they and maybe that's just the phase they moved into but it was weird that they like came out with that like they changed their look and they you know they came out and they got kind of like the i don't know what you call that goth punk sort of i know and uh, then you just think too hard about how much they put into their like look as yeah. before they go out because that's all i think of like with kiss too i'm just kind of like they have to like sit there and get their makeup done before this and that just seems very not punk huh. yeah i, I guess i mean that's part of it part of it, it is, is part of it glamour just going against sort of like you know like this is this should be lame but we're gonna make it something else you know we're gonna make it so part of the show that it's like it's sort of a commentary on it you know like i get that kind of stuff um but this did feel their little transformation felt a little bit more calculated as well like yeah they, and they had it felt whole... like they they had like a lot of marketing to make the transformation i think that's what made it just seem very corporate yeah and it's like they like deliberately went and it's like i just feel like it, as much as like when american idiot came out i was like holy shit this is so cool it's like every year it's sort of diminished a little bit like it feels like like you, what you're saying it feels like this is the version of grown up this is like the fake grown up you know yeah. like the they're not really growing they're not really thinking about new things or looking at new things they just like pretending to write as if they're grown-ups and that, that's a good point and then it hurt too because like i guess with dookie and nimrod i just immediately think back to like like jonah and zeno where yeah, yeah. like because that's where i think both of us were hearing it for the first time because like they like to me they were like the coolest people i knew 
Right. So like they were out there with like their like plaid shirts and their skateboards and they, they had the like coolest. a little skate. They had a skateboard. They had a little tiny skate park that they made themselves in their backyard. Oh, my God. And it was like and I just remember thinking they were just like the coolest people I've ever met in my life. They're still and the coolest people I've ever met. They like, are. I, I've never I, met. I, I don't I don't know who they where they are now. I. I they're I both in L.A. Of course they are. I wish them well. I wish them well. (laughs) They're both so unbelievably. They were the coolest people I've ever uh, experienced. They were so. Everything about them was cool. Everything they. Well, they were just so fucking nice and so cool and so like, just so they're they were everything was just so easy or felt easy to them. They felt easy and like the way that they like they're they had this beautiful home one of the most beautiful homes i've ever been in and i don't remember their house i just remember oh being gosh. outside it was this gorgeous gorgeous country home that they had and it was like the perfect thing it was like they had the fucking swing set on the hill and like it was just they had like the bridge over the ravine it was just this oh the, I, yeah i remember their outside oh, man so it's beautiful house beautiful part of the, i just i wish i knew where this house was um, I know that I'm thinking back on that with all those people that we knew in like uh um like the early 90s I guess. Yeah. Like um I do, I have no like concept of where their houses are in our hometown because that's how like crazy pretty all their houses like um little Paul's house was a fucking amazing. Oh I have God. no idea where that was. The the Avian's house was the coolest. I know where their house is cuz we we kept in touch like into high school. But like <laughs> Um, yeah, Jonah and Zeno's, I have no concept of where their house is. I think it was near Avians, though, in, in some capacity. Uh, <laughs> I'm name dropping all of them, but they sound so, their names I'm are trying so not cool. to say they, any last no, names, but fine. I think all those names are lookupable. They're <laughs> all friends on Instagram, so people can find them. The way that you said it, though, I'm just like you're talking about celebrities because it's like (laughs) Avian and Zeno and like just like the way you drop their names. I'm just like, that's how it felt to me. This felt like a world that I'll never experience again um, with these humans that we were around that were all very different and and unique and like. I, I they're all really great people like i kept i've kept in touch with both jonah and avian um and like they're all really cool people still like i feel like that that group this is the group that we all we went to elementary school together but we went to like this private well it wasn't even private it was just like a it was like a what's the word like a co-op it was Some where like that where yeah. all the moms would be teachers. It was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. homeschooling. It was almost a homeschooling situation. Group but homeschool. our mom was our mom was never the teacher, so we we can say we were never homeschooled. But That's it was true. like a situation. Like we were all in like this like um, house school that had like different teachers that like taught different subjects. We were we were there very briefly, but uh, these people were a part of our lives for a while afterwards, even when we didn't go there. Which was nice. It's just, it's funny to me thinking back in, to Lafayette and returning to Lafayette a lot. And Im- those those images in my head are just like of the most beautiful place in the, like, ever. Like, just like the way that, the and it's this part of town. It's still like this. But there's a very specific part of Lafayette that is just like, 
the perfect like slopes and hills and that how the the houses are built and like the style of houses and like this is amazing it's such a they must have all been they all must have all been like fucking rich as hell because we were never we were never rich no like i'm was, sure that yeah yeah i'm sure they had um good memories of our house too because we had a cool house even with um without fucking door we were. <laughs> <laughs> well, no 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 um but like we had like a cool house out in the country but it was more i think we were our stuff was all about being outside yeah so like our, the inside of our house i never thought was all that great but i think as, if you're a kid you thought it was amazing but it would be cool to tour these like houses of, of our old oh friends too because like oh i remember a little paul like their house had like a balcony that you could look down and their dad was like super into trains so he yeah. had like a train a mini train set up like uh, around the whole top of the house so like this train would be like going around the top of the house and i remember his mom would like crazy decorate for christmas and like uh, it was just that that house was amazing i think i spent the most time there because like i was i would think i was better friends with little paul um but like i remember they had like a guest house too that was like above their garage and we would have sleepovers and we would always sleep over and like sleep on the trampoline which was always really fucking fun and then um they also had like the little guest house that like had like Jesus. this like cool area it was just like a man cave basically if you think of it now but like it just felt so fucking cool. That house is incredible. That's one of the most incredible. That's out by, uh, I'm not going to say it. No, it doesn't matter. They're not going to buy. I don't um, think they still live there. I know. Uh, the Feast of the Hunter Miss Moon area. Is that where that was? Yeah. Yeah. It's on that road. That it goes out there. Okay. <laughs> that they is that almost... what you had said? <laughs> is that what I had said? Uh, that's. <laughs> That their own, I feel like their backyard. I remember their backyard went into that that incredible old graveyard. That is, just, I don't remember again, that. Like there's just so much there that was like, and like it's being a kid and it's like experiencing these things for the first time. But I'm just like, I I can't believe like that Lafayette exists in in those puzzle pieces that I'm like Lafayette's like gorgeous, but it's also like, well, I understand it's because you know, like you know those parts of it so well, or there's roads that they they've never changed and the buildings have never changed, and like it still looks like it always has, you know. But like, do you remember too? Uh, I I think we should get back to Christmas after this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but do you remember too? Like you would go swimming at Avian's house, and there would just be like you would like dive in and come back up, and then there'd just be cows looking at you. Yeah. I think that was my favorite part. Is like you would just come back up, and then like all of the cows would have gathered to watch people swim, and you're like, this is for the cows. It's incredible. It was like little shit like that. I just loved weird things happening that didn't happen at other people's houses. And you get that everywhere. I feel like there's always something oh, yeah. at your friend's at your yeah. friend's house that just feels like the most magical thing in the world. And then to them, they're just kind of like, uh, yeah, there's cows out here. Like, keep swimming. Yeah, that's like, that's part of it. There's, yeah, fishing the turtles out of there and that huge ravine that was right around there. Just like it's yeah everywhere has that and everywhere gets that gets those those places and every place is uh every place is be really beautiful to someone for that specific reason like it's like it doesn't matter what it appears to be it's like you you just know it in a special way you know you know every part of it it's like that doesn't really look like anything uh, yeah it's like no it's it's huge it's so. important 
Is it's important, but that's all about you know, being a child. <laughs> Yeah. This what kind of ties that back to Christmas and that too, because, okay, so remember um, Avian lived in that area that had like all the hills that and that really fucking winding road that got mm -hmm. out there mm -hmm. and people would just like speed down that road. But during the Christmas season, what did we fucking do? And I think an adult probably should have stopped us. <laughs> they had a, they had a giant. Right. Okay. So they had that winding hill. And then they had a really, really long um, uphill driveway to their house. So like there's, but what we would do is we'd get the sleds out and we would go down that road and then we would fucking like on our sleds, we would cross the road while we went. So like we'd start at the yeah. top of that hill and we'd just sled down like it was a normal hill. And then we it would just be like a hope a car's not coming situation. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine how terrifying that would be to be a driver now and have a kid out of nowhere just come sledding <laughs> into the middle of a road that you're going like 50 down? I can't even fucking imagine that would never happen now. Where were where were her parents? Jesus Christ. Yeah, sliding down that hill, down sliding down their driveway into the road. <laughs> an activity that we did summer winter whatever, like on bikes like just like slid down these hills just into the road into traffic into like this wide the road that's like you literally like there's no way that you like could stop no in time you God, would, it's like, so fucking lucky road or <laughs> Because, like, we all did it, so it wasn't like one person was, like, smart enough to stop it, but, like, we all did it, and, like, we did it repeatedly for hours. Yeah. How did none of us get hit by a car? That, like, that should have ended in tragedy. This should have been a My Girl story that someone had to tell on the Moth Story Hour. It's like, me and my friends got together, we used to go sliding down my hill until one awful day. <laughs> Yeah, that's God. It's just that's what we did. We would just go up to the top of that hill and slide down it. Can you imagine <laughs> if mom knew that that's what we were doing? She would be like losing her fucking you mind. Think she doesn't know. I don't think she knew. She definitely didn't know because mom and dad, like I, like if they knew we were doing that, they'd be freaked out. But I feel like, um, I'm not gonna say their name. I don't want to say anybody's last name, but their parents. Like, I feel like they just didn't watch, they didn't watch us while yeah, we were there. I know. They would just let us go. Like, we would just go, they, like, cause we'd just be in the ravine. Anything could happen in the ravine. They had that weird uncle that would be wandering the premises and they just told us to watch out. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this is what rich people are doing in Lafayette. They're just letting their uncles roam the premises. Because I remember when he, I remember I had a sleepover at their house and we were in the basement watching, we were, we weren't watching anything scary, but there were scary previews on it. Because I remember that it had the others and it had the sixth sense as previews because I never, and they also yeah, had that Brittany sense. Murphy movie where they're like, I'll never tell that was on there. Uh -huh. uh, I remember we were watching, it might've been the Buffy, <laughs> the Vampire Slayer movie, if I'm thinking correctly. It was, because it was taped off a TV. It wasn't like a actual VHS. Mm. Yeah, but I remember yeah. we were watching that and I looked up and I, there was a guy peering <laughs> into the house. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, there's a guy. And then she was like, that's my uncle. I don't know. 
Like they knew he was there, I but he wasn't allowed. He wasn't allowed in. He wasn't allowed in the house. Remember? I forgot about him. <laughs> I completely forgot about that man. Yeah. Oh my god! He would just like roam around and just say, like, "Watch out!" And they always told us to never let him in, like he was some kind of ghost. And he never tried very hard. No, he in. never tried to get in. He would ring the doorbell sometimes and ask to talk to their mom. Oh he was never, God. he never seemed threatening. It was just like, uh, they were just like, he's not allowed in the house because he steals things. You know what? I, I was having dreams <laughs> about this man. I'm no joke. And I didn't, I just thought it was like, it was at their house. And I just thought it was like some weird thing I was creating. I <laughs> forgot he existed. I honestly forgot that man existed. That's you're having recent dreams about him. I it's been a little bit, but like they they're <laughs> frequent. They just they they kind of are peppered in throughout. Like it's just always like picturing like being outside in that thing where you like, ring the doorbell. I completely you, forgot. It's really fucked up to think about now because as an adult, you're just kind of like. What would be the the situ like the situation for us would be if Tom wandered my house and I had guests over and said don't let him in here you know mm -hmm. like that's it's a weird thing that's I don't know if he stayed in a tent out there I don't know if he had a van he just was around and was not allowed in the home and he knew that and i don't know what he did in the past to make that a rule but he understood he seemed to understand that that was the rule and this is incredible <laughs> i completely forgot about this man i can't believe that it, it's just it's funny because it just all came back i'm like oh my god <laughs> that's right I just I completely, <laughs> completely forgot. Do you oh. think since they moved, he still wanders their lawn? Or do you think he moved to Minnesota as well? The, the next people that moved in were just like, <laughs> don't let him in. <laughs> they just like said that he was like part of the, the contract when he left. Like, <laughs> yeah, he lives on the premises. He understands he's not allowed in. <laughs> He'll ring the doorbell every once in a while just to see how you're doing, but he knows. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> That's funny you were having dreams about him. I can't He really got to you. And they were like, they weren't scary dreams. They were just kind of, that's what would happen. He would just be out there and I would be kind of confused. <laughs> <laughs> like they were, he was never threatening. He would always be, no. very, he would always be very nice. But in my dreams as well, I, I cannot believe that it's real. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he just stole too many things and wasn't allowed back in. It was like one of the rules, like her mom wouldn't let us touch the computer when she was about to win in solitaire like yep. there was just rules like that and you didn't really fully understand them because especially <laughs> like i don't know solitaire seems like a pretty dumb game to be that intense about no don't but... even but solitaire <laughs> i am a solitaire the person that i am at heart is solitaire 
I love <laughs> Solitaire. I love it so really? much that I will just like I complete all the the daily <laughs> missions uh on the Microsoft Solitaire. Solitaire uh, has daily missions? Yeah, you do you do different little quests and stuff and uh and uh you get your solitaire hearts and then you can fill them all up if you do every you can get a special prize if you do every day there's five is this a real thing this is real yeah there's five jesus you and her should be the best of friends and you should tell all the young children in your life that they're not allowed to play sims on your computer (laughs) the sims well okay how was that for christmas well we did mention sledding and then went into the the weird man outside for about 15 minutes sometimes it's Um, snowing in my dream i'll tell you what happened to me today i went to the uh dispensary to get some drugs and i went up and i uh you ever have one of those interactions that doesn't start great and you're like i'm just gonna keep screwing things up <laughs> and like finally my card wasn't working there's no reason it was, shouldn't have been working i was just like ah and he's like well there's an atm i was like okay i'll go to the atm and then i took out it was like it was uh it was 150 dollars and i took out 200 dollars and look at I'm, money bags over here 200 dollars well, you will see about that i've never even uh, seen that much money <laughs> i've never seen it so anyway, it gives me his change, and I get like fifty five back, or something. I don't remember how much, and I put the fifty in the thing because I just like automatically put it in because it's usually like five dollars. And he, I put the fifty, in, and he's like, "Whoa, are you sure about that?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And I grabbed it back out. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like such an asshole because I'm like, no, I don't know. I'm like, oh, no, because like, but did you not say anything or did you say, oh, shit, wrong bill or something? Well, I said, oh, shit. I think he realized it was a mistake. Yeah, that's like, no one's ever. Yeah, no one's ever coming in to tip $50. And then it was like, part of me was like, maybe it would have been like, that would have been a nice moment or I could have just been like, fuck it. Merry Christmas. But no, that's the fact fucking that weird. my impulse was to immediately just yank it back out. Like, it was just like no part of me for a second was like, well, maybe I was just like, no. Like, I'm not going No, I I'm sorry. It. That's normal. I think okay, I, okay. I, if it was a 20 and you'd reacted that way, that's a little and like, I that would be like, like, all right, okay. all right, big spender. Like, can't like he give knew. me 20 bucks. He but was very cool is, about it. Yeah. Yeah, fifty is um that's that's too much to be tipping somebody. He he was cool about it. Like he If you're realized, not like Taylor Swift. I think he was more like at first he was like, Oh, thanks, and then he was like, Shit, you probably didn't mean to do that. Cause then he was yeah. like and I was I don't think any part of him was like, Oh, this he's bad. I just felt like such a dick. Cause it's yeah, like that thing I, where I get I'm like that. I have to put what a shitty that's such a shitty feeling because uh, then you I don't know and I just hated that it was my immediate impulse and like and then I it's just like it. fuck this is just such a bad like Paul let's put it into this bad interaction I just when it, Taylor I mean, Swift Paul Taylor Swift was just told like is being like held up on 
on high stools for giving a hundred dollar tips. So you would be giving what a billionaire, half of what a billionaire is tipping and being applauded for. That's is what true. you tried to do. That's true. And the dude and failed. knew. The dude <laughs> knew. And it was fine. He was a cool dude. And, you know, he made me feel real good about it, even though he was probably like a fucking guy after I left. Like, no. No, he probably was like that. Uh, did you like, give him like uh, two quarters instead? No, I gave it, I kept the five in. And then what I did is I went back in my wallet because it was that weird exchange. And I grabbed a bunch of ones and I put more in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, at least I'll give him more of a tip. <laughs> you know, is that this bad? is all I have? But you no, know, that's like, I left the five, and then I was like, well, that, I was trying to give you a five, but here's a couple more because I fucking took fifty dollars away. You know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. I know it's just, it's just like that whole movies where he accidentally puts the he. I think he does that same thing. He, he puts does, a twenty he in did there. The same thing. Like, that and he goes out. That twenties have been there all day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the that's how it felt. Like it was like that could have been the interaction. He's like, "Oh, you're it gonna take guy back," and I'll be like, "Um." And he could have started singing, "Fat guys <laughs> taking his money back." <laughs> Fat guys taking his money back. He probably just thought it was already high. Because my response <laughs> too was, "I said I'm a little off today," <laughs> or "No, I'm off today." Is what I said. <laughs> And I think <laughs> whatever he, well, that, he could have taken that as like I'm off like today I have the day off and <laughs> I'm already high. I think that could, that's probably the best. I wasn't high. It was in the middle of the day, but I was like I just said I'm off today, so I don't know what that means. I'm having a Ferris Bueller's day today. <laughs> Would you like to join me as my camera? I'll see you outside. <laughs> That's yeah. what you should have done. You should have kept the 50 there and said, I'll see you outside. <laughs> and then come back and take it after I walk <laughs> away a little bit. Um, after all, Paul, Ferris Bueller did happen in Chicago. So <laughs> he's probably waiting for this interaction. Yeah. Um. So... <laughs> I, I mean, it wasn't the worst interaction I've ever had. And, That's just funny. Yeah, it was just one of those things where you're just like, ah, man, <laughs> what do you do? So <laughs> that was part of my day. And then I, uh, I had to move my car <laughs> because. No. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> get this, Chicago Fire is filming a chase scene down our road. Really? So, yeah. So You should go be in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump in front of the car. <laughs> then I'll have to. I'll be part of history because they'll. That'll be a news story. Get your little fifties out there and go trotting around. Start give the the right person a fifty. <laughs> Here's a fifty dollar bill. Let me jump in front of this car. <laughs> let me uh, jump in here real quick. <laughs> you could be the fruit vendor that they hit with the car. <laughs> hey, I could do that. Should I just stand outside and see if they need anyone? You should start vending <laughs> fruits and then wait for them to ask you because it's going to happen. Oh, you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Me? I've never even heard of that happening in a car chase. What? 
Yeah. Me, I don't even need any more fifties. I'm, I'm just hemorrhaging uh, my eyeballs. <laughs> fifty here, fifty there. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's how my day is, and then I gotta worry. Because every time I move my car, I'm like, I'm going to have a boot on it the next day. You know, I there's... don't think there's, I don't think there was any places around your house that had a sign that said you couldn't park there. Well, yeah, I know. But like, I'm worried that I'm worried about a lot of things. I'm just worried all the time. That's really I know what this. I to talk about. <laughs> I'm just worried. I'm just well, we grew worried. up with a man that we weren't allowed to let in our friend's house. <laughs> we're allowed to be worried. Is that where my, my anxiety, my worries come If you're from? having dreams about it, maybe we should investigate. Is that why I don't trust? Maybe we should hunt this guy down and you should have a one-on-one with him. I'm always That'll worried. be the next podcast, is that guy and you. <laughs> I do so always... basically, I wasn't allowed inside. I could live in a tent outside. I think I had a house otherwise. Because uh, I, I think... He had a house. Yeah, he lived somewhere. He wasn't like a home. Like it wasn't no, like wasn't it was a situation homeless. where he was homeless and they wouldn't let him in. He just kept visiting and he wasn't allowed to be there. But they were like, you can be on the property, but you can't come in the house. And he just agreed to those terms. Yes, that's correct. Anyway, we can move on from this guy. <laughs> you brought him back like we didn't I talk know. about for an hour. I brought him back, but I had more to say at that situation. And then I wanted <laughs> to make sure that people knew that we weren't just making fun of a homeless guy because uh, yeah. he or an unhoused, I think is the, the proper term now. But like I he what he he had a house and a family. Oh, that's my favorite that's my favorite home movies quote and people don't know it as like other ones i don't know why it's not as famous but it's my favorite one where he goes i got a family in another state and i don't want one of you getting in front of my family that i'm trying to get in touch with i think i think it was i think maybe it was emily <laughs> somebody would like repeat that me oh was it me you? yes oh <laughs> Well, maybe that's why. That's why I think it's funny. I don't think I would have remembered it. You just always say it. I, <laughs> I said don't... it. I said it when I got my license. I said it every time I drive my fucking car. That's true. You do. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally. I don't think I even know what episode it's from. I just think <laughs> that you say it all the time. <laughs> it's when Coach McGurk is. Uh, get, uh, he's either re-getting his license. Or he's like in traffic school or something. Is that where the guy's like, put on your seatbelt? Yeah, put on uh, your seatbelt. Yeah, and then like Coach McGurk does that whole thing where he's like, he crashes the car and he goes, you didn't go anywhere. You know why? Your parking brake was on the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Good episode. I don't know who does the, I don't know who does that voice. I don't know either. So that's fun. <laughs> Neither of us know who does that. Christmas, the snow's coming down. What's your favorite? What's your just? Um, we don't have to like list a bunch of Christmas songs, obviously. But what's your number one Christmas song that you're excited to listen to as soon as it's the season that you're allowed to listen to them again? Uh, there's a couple. I like um, I like that Snoopy song, the Christmas bells, those Christmas bells, ringing through the dirt. Snoopy. Snoopy, yeah, the the Red Baron. Boom, boom, 
boom, boom, boom. Oh boom, God, you gotta boom, send that to me. Oh, you'll love I it. I don't know if I know what you're talking about. I might once I hear it. Merry Christmas, my, my friend. I love the um the Blues Traveler <laughs> Christmas song. That's a great one, yeah. It's so fucking fun, and it's like it's an original, and like not too like I feel like it should be a bigger song. I feel like. Uh, so I feel like there was a long period of time where you just only heard the same songs. And then it was like a cool thing when like people would come out with like new Christmas songs. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can add this. Like I can add the Mariah Carey song to my like repertoire and stuff. But now I think too many bands are making in like new Christmas songs where it's just kind of like they all just kind of like fall off now. Mm-hmm. or you just never hear about them until like someone like starts playing a song and you're like what the fuck is this and you're like oh it's a uh, sync." and you're like oh god oh god um <laughs> oh god there's another one uh but i think that this album with i it was one that had like this it had sting it had like all these it had the um no doubt christmas song that was really fun but it also had the blues traveler one that was kind of it's kind of a saddish Christmas song too. And then it has the nice um um what's the what's the word for music when it layers around? It has the round. Yeah, the round. Uh, it's it's fun. I just remember Venetia yelling at me in the car. She goes, This is a round. You cannot come in whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's a fun one. I, it is very, it's sad, but it's like very like peaceful as well. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of uplifting. It's bittersweet, perhaps uh, you would say, I don't know if that's what you'd say, but that's what I'd say. And uh, well, he cannot like, help but ask if this is feeling merry, how much longer can it last? Exactly. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> you also had, uh, there's, so there's a couple other good. Yeah. We were talking about, I don't remember a very special Christmas. Maybe I think it was called, yeah but it was like the fourth one or something it wasn't the first one yeah there was like there's a bunch of them there's now. a bunch of them some are okay some not so much this one i like that that old holy night oh holy night's a good one i like all the church ones i'm a big silent night fan i do uh, i do like the traditional i love the traditional christmas music i think that i don't like when it gets too hippity hoppity like hate I don't that, like when yeah. I don't like when like Jack Johnson. Well, I did like I. I'm sad that I picked him as the one because I do like yeah, he did Rudolph though it wasn't a Christmas Eve song, mm-hmm. um, but he did the well Rudolph he didn't dash that way, whatever Jack Johnson, Jack Johnson. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that story? <laughs> It wasn't a story. It wasn't one at all. <laughs> Jack Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I turned it to. <laughs> I I did. I think I went too much into it, where it turned into that Family Guy thing, where they were making fun of Robin Williams, and they said that um someone had a job as Robin Williams's joke going off point. And then they, he would just be like, he would say a word and then Robin Williams would start like vamping on that word. And then he'd like just end and he'd be like, he'd say the word again. And I was doing that, except you had no idea what I was talking about because I did not say any of that to you. I just said, Jack Johnson. But it was funny. I got the, <laughs> I got the idea. I got the idea. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, what were we talking about? Something. 
Christmas songs. Oh, Christmas songs. But I, we, we don't have to stick on this subject because I know it wasn't it wasn't a, a good subject to do a whole episode. On. I agreed with you, but like, um, I mm. I just thought it would be fun to be like, which one did you like want to hear this year? So, uh, I love Silver Bells. <clears throat> I do I love, love Silver Bells. Silver Bells a lot i think silver bells maybe is my favorite i like uh i like, I like god rest the the merry gentleman that's a good one um i like yeah because that's what... and i love the neil diamond version of that and it's got that neil diamond part. has like three christmas albums now so he is he has recorded most every Christmas song that he can, including, as we talked about before, the Hanukkah song. <laughs> and he will keep going and he will not be stopped. And I would like to hear him do Mariah Carey's All I Want for no. Christmas is You. <laughs> can you imagine? He'll do it, too. I don't feel he like would. he would. He probably already has. He probably already has. Yeah, he probably already has. He did it. In They're June. like. He probably did it and they won't release it. And he's like stomping his little foot. And he's like, put it out. They're like, Neil, it's fucking too much. You're a Jewish man. It's too much. <laughs> this is where we draw the line. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is you. Sweet Caroline. Boom, boom, boom. That was a throwback to his uh, concert where I think that I think that he might have some sort of dementia, but not like too much. I don't know. But he kept accidentally going into Sweet Caroline when he was in the middle of other songs. When I saw him live. That's kind of neat. It is kind of neat. It might have been purposeful. I think that he was uh, he liked how excited people were when it started. So he was just kind of like, let's do it again. Everybody's like, we're done. Yeah, we Keep did it. going. That's how I feel every time I hear that song ever. <laughs> Whenever people sing it, people sing it all the time when they're happy at stuff. I think it's a big sports song, isn't it? I know. I know it is. I know, but I'm not. I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I, I've always kind of been sick of it, you know? I don't Get a like new that. one. May I suggest Jack Johnson? <laughs> Jack Johnson. I like. Uh, I don't like that one. I don't like. What am I talking about? I the like... shop song that everyone hates. Well, yeah, I'm not. I don't have to say that. Like, by the way, <laughs> I know it was supposed to be a joke know. because it's supposed to be something everyone hates, but I don't oh, think it came across like, that uh, way to you. I'm like, uh, yeah, I get you. That's a good one. I can't Thanks. remember the other one now, but I don't like that one either. Thanks. I had it too until you. you know, Is that the? No, 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 no. No, they don't sing that enough. Hey. I like that. Oh, I'm thinking of the George Lopez dating show. They said that. <laughs> They would play that yeah, every time yeah, they got they one would, of the guys booted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking because I was like, there's something we watched that they kept playing that song. Yeah. And it was the George Lopez dating <laughs> show. Not not football. <laughs> um they sing it basket basketball, I think. Um, I, yeah. I Pep Band, I think, was the best uh high school experience for me because 
you gotta be you got to go to like the i didn't like the football ones but when you were like in the stands for basketball you didn't have yeah. to dress up you just play the fun songs and they would just randomly call them out that was fucking fun that ruled i love pet band pet band i wish yeah. i could do that now that would be so much fun you probably could i bet yeah I remember we had the lead. Uh, I think um, saxophones probably got the lead way more than we did. I played trombone. But I remember being so excited in Elton John's Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me because we got the we got the main part. We got the. But you guys probably had the lead a lot. Fucking assholes. Yeah, fuck you, because I always had the lead. I always had the fun parts. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so. that's the good stuff that's the sex <laughs> saxophone um god i'm good god remember, I'm good. remember when you guys would like go out to the front and do that little saxaboom yep <laughs> the saxophone. I remember the saxophone. That's what Jack Black used to play it. But it was it was it the same song? Yeah, same song. Okay, because I remember you. God, that was fucking fun. Saxophone. That was exciting. Like when you guys did that at football games, people got into that. <laughs> All right, you don't like this conversation for some reason. <laughs> I, no, I was going to go somewhere that I don't want to describe. It was a funeral. Oh. We played the oh. sax boom at a funeral. But it was oh, a sorry. Nice moment, but it was... But then I had to, like, go... I'm sorry, it's not your fault. I just had to go through, like, a wide range of emotions, you know? Where you're yeah. like, you almost have to, like, just process it real quick. And you're like, okay. I'm bad. I didn't even think about that. Brain, that's where my brain went. Because I was like, I was about to tell that story. And then I was like, oh, I shouldn't tell that story. And then I was like, oh, fuck. And then. I was I, wondering why you were so shut down. I couldn't think of it. And I was like, oh, crap. That's it. Oh, but um, the other, uh, moving on to someone else, uh, they did the the quads. They had that fun one, the quad drums. Yeah, yeah. They would go out there and they'd do like, don't, 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 don't. That was so fucking fun. My favorite, one of my favorite marching band things is when we would do the, remember when they would have us do the, the tuning thing, we go, yes! the drums would do this like cadence, it was like, it's fucking cool. It's that funny like that we thought thing to do. it's funny that we thought that was so fucking cool and no one was probably even paying attention to us at all. I know. To even know that that was like a thing that we were doing, but I loved marching band. Like I have, I, I never. I guess we were lucky at our high school because it never really was a loser thing to do. So, but I never even thought of it as like a loser thing to do. It was just kind of like, oh, it's mm. it's marching band. Like it's fucking yeah. fun. Yeah, it felt cool. There's a lot of cool people. You know, we talked a lot of today. I think it's very Christmas uh, appropriate for Christmas that we talked a lot about stuff. 
and things and memories because christmas uh really is a, a memory you know it's hard to recapture recapture the the beauty the magic of christmas today you know by remembering back it uh it's uh truly a truly brings uh christmas to spirit and this is what we do on christmas is you get together with your family and you go back and you think about all the stuff that you forgot about because there's also there's always something that one of us is going to remember that the rest of us just completely blocked out of our memory yeah yeah so it is always fun we don't all we have we have four siblings all together we don't get to get all four together very often so it is very fun when and this this saturday this saturday this saturday night um we will all four to be together and i'm looking forward to that me too uh well yeah me too yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh paul i was gonna tell you too um me and mom it was it was a crazy experience because it was mom but like we got so much fucking candy to make we're gonna do a bear like a we're gonna duel doing gingerbread houses so um but we're not all using the same candy so we have to like draw candy and then we're supposed to make the best house that we can make of the candy that we drew so me and mom were like tearing through kroger getting so much candy and cereal and cookies and i've never seen mom throw like because our mom is very health conscious so like watching her throw piles upon piles of candy in a cart was the weirdest thing i've ever seen in my life um so i am i am so looking forward to this i'm so excited paul we have so much candy we bought like 120 dollars worth of candy jesus fucking christ (laughs) that's a lot of candy yeah well (laughs) i suppose (laughs) on that note uh christmas and uh the holiday season uh all in all uh big thumbs up (laughs) double (laughs) double thumbs up Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> All <that>. right. <laughs> well, anyway, Mer- we, Merry Christmas, Happy Merry holidays. Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy, happy New Year's, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Good night, Bye. Stop hearing them sleigh bells ring a ding ding. I wish it was Christmas today. I wish it was Christmas today.